0: Peace and blessing. Hey. Peace and blessings. What's up, brother? Not much, brother. Not much. Just doing some uh, some uh, late for the day and some of the uh colleagues or students. We're it. supposed to be a mentor, you know. So right. you,
1: you got that. You got that brother in that money marketing. All right. You got this intelligent brother trying to do this uh this this coin trade man tell me about this coin trade you've been doing
0: man yeah so it's uh it's a uh, forex um it's exchanging out uh, the currency uh the currency market and um specifically i focus on the pound usd as currency you know it moves up and down throughout the day so i just look for certain price points high quality setups um, where the banks like to move money from and I just like to just catch those waves and make a good, uh, make some lucrative uh, income <laughs> off the click of it. Okay. Time management. Less time, not a nine-five, but able to uh, replace that. You know? So, so,
1: what you think about this coin, this currency with all this drama and COVID and traumatic stuff going on around the world you think that's gonna affect currency to the fact to the point where you don't want to deal with cryptocurrencies, you want you want something more tangible, you know what I'm saying? In a a time of uncertainty, you know, I'm trying to say like, is it a wise thing to mess with cryptocurrency right now?
0: Um so All right, so I'm not a, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a professional, and uh, there's a lot of people who have more knowledge uh, in regards to the question that you asked. Um, But from my experience and the the little bit of information and knowledge that I may have uh, regarding that, um, I look at, like, what happened with uh, COVID. Um, So, like, when COVID hit, we had, uh, you know, like, stocks started to drop. Um, A lot of stocks took a hit. Um, even Amazon, you know, a lot of stocks took a hit. But when it came to regards to our currency, shoot, things were still booming in the forex market. Um, a lot of that money came over into uh into the exchange, the foreign exchange, uh, which increased the volatility. Which basically means we were making more money during COVID. In the pinnacle of COVID, we were making more money then. <laughs> it was easy to come up. Um, uh, because of the volatility, nothing has changed. Money money is, you know, I would say currency. Currency is, is gonna always exist. Um now the value of that currency, now that's a different topic. Well, pretty much the same, you know. You know, fiat currency and you know, it being the ultimate supreme and then one day worth nothing. And everything goes back to gold. So now I don't now in regards to like cryptocurrency, <clears throat> I, I'm not really sure about cryptocurrency. Um, uh, yeah, I couldn't really give you much information about crypto. Um,
1: so what is that if like
0: it's anything with? like your, you know, not to, to
1: catch Not to catch up. But what for the listener that might really into this uh, knowledge of, of the thing that you do. What is what is fiat? What, what is fiat? If I listen a listener to listener right now, they're like, man, I don't know what the hell fiat currency is. I, mean, I, I don't know what that is. All I know is five ten dollar bill. You know, and you can't buy nothing with it.
0: Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's funny because uh, I I remember when I was like studying overseas and in and our thick uh Kitabs, our thick books, um we start covering fiat currency, like fiat. And I was like, what is this fiat? You know, really, I didn't understand fiat until actually I started getting into uh, trading the forex. Um, but fiat currency is pretty much, it's, uh, it's any currency that's created to, that's uh, represented to, uh, it, it represents the amount of gold that they have or silver or, or whatnot. Um, and so basically, Fiat currency is all currency. The only, if you want to talk about <laughs> the difference between currency and money, well, money will be gold and silver. Those things actually have value. And currency is the things that we use today, rands, euros, pounds, dollars. These things is a representation and it's been printed over so much. So it really doesn't have any value to it anymore. Um, it's misrepresent- misrepresenting what they're supposed to have in gold. To you know, to pass around it as currency, and this is why our the value of currency is uh, diminishing. But people, it's still worth something because people believe it is. You know.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, you know, yeah. b- belief, belief is an MS, man. <laughs> you know, you know, belief is wishy-washy, man. Like, you know, like somebody said, I believe something that's not written in stone. You know, like, like you know, like last year you believed the Atlanta Falcons was gonna. <laughs> come back you know have a perfect season but the belief quickly changed as more and more players started to get hurt and the team just fell apart you know you know mm. I hate to use that example but you know I'm a Saints fan and you are then Atlanta so I just want to just throw that out there <laughs> you <know? laughs> belief can change man who that who that you know belief can change man so like uh, America man the curse in America last time I checked don't quote me on it. Uh dollar was probably worth about eight cents, man. Uh, One dollar bill, man. A hundred pennies mm. is worth eight pennies. You know, because our currency ain't isn't backed by anything, but a belief that it's worth something. And we learn in the hallway that the dollar ain't worth nothing. And we go out every morning, nine to five, hustle. You know, the little twenty dollars we make an hour really is nothing probably like five dollars an hour, you know, in reality. You know, so right. Yeah, you know, it's an illusion that you're making something. But you know, we got we gotta get into some whole hardcore values, you know, like what you're saying, like we gotta have something that we can invest in, you know, besides, you know, this belief of this American currency, you know, and you doing some international stuff is very knowledgeable, you know. They have knowledge of all currency. You know, yeah. The currency we got now, you know, my goodness, man. If your life is if your life is in the hands of that currency, you know, woo, sad day coming. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, and, and it's funny that, uh, that you mentioned that as well because um, I was just looking at something that uh, Oh, this guy I forget what it's called, um. But there's this like program on uh, YouTube, and they got you know, and they, and they talk about these currencies and stuff, and they're talking about gold and economic crisis and what's leading up to you know, and these things that has repeated over in history, you know, numerous of times. And uh, one of the things they mentioned is talking about how you know there could be a potential uh, uh freeze, you know. On like credit cards and debit cards and whatnot, and so it's, you know even to the opinion that you may need to even have some of this fiat currency actually on hand. Uh, now, definitely, I would say you know have some gold or silver, like actual tangible assets of gold and silver, um, because when when once it overexerts for to, for a certain point, is it has to it's going to collapse, and the only thing that's going to have value is gold. <laughs> now, currency will always exist. You know, just, they'll just make another. One. <laughs> you know, yeah, they'll yeah. just make another. One. Yeah, but, yeah,
1: yeah. But it, it, see, we got out of uh, having tangible stuff. I want to use heirlooms. So, say if your great great grandmother had, you know, a gold sconce. You know she left it to your mom that gold scons will stay in the family, and you have a solid piece of gold, or the grandma had some silver coins or, or whatever. Like, we used to be into having tangible stuff, yeah. The, the era of having it now and credit, you know, we, we gave up all of our uh, tangible stuff for instant gratification, and so now. If this currency dries up, we don't have gold and silver. Now, I ain't talking about the little gold rings that we wear, and, you know, platinum teeth and the VPS diamonds we got in our mouth. You know, hey, we don't want that. We don't want to see you walking around, work too, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> keep your diamonds in our house. You know, but, uh, we don't have nothing. Like, you know, not many people have metals. You know, I don't know nobody that owns medals besides a wedding ring or a necklace they got from Mr. Goldman is probably like you know 14k that they think that's some real gold, you know, but we don't have gold. You know? And they kind of push us out of having gold to having uh silver and platinum, you know, and we we would we like gold, you know, but we don't own gold. We don't have none of that. So if this currency dies. We don't have nothing to back our own new currency because we we might have to have our own currency. Cause I remember when Abraham Lincoln uh, was in the office and he came up with the greenbacks. But the greenbacks was backed by solid resources like diamonds and metals and stuff like that. They was able to back their, their belief with a stone. We don't have that resource, none of that. In our community as African Americans, you know, we we're wealthy but we're poor. I don't know if that makes sense, but you you know you you understand what I'm trying to say.
0: Oh yes. No, I
1: understand it. And I agree. So how as we as African Americans can get into having that gold and silver and diamonds like we used to to back our own, our own world that needs to be built. With all this going on in the world, it's a wake-up call for us really to do for self. Now, you yeah, had so many leaders talk about it, you know, from Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, to Black leaders, Farrakhan, Elijah Muhammad, Marcus Garvey, Noble Ali. they all was talking about this years ago, and years ago, centuries. You know, one ear out the other, one ear out the other, and now lo and behold, 2020, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and we're still not trying to move forward out of the hands of Pharaoh. You know, it gotta be some mental issues going on with our people, man, that we've not just seen the push, like the handwriting on the wall, do for self, get out of this. Leave me alone, you know. <laughs> you know? So, what, what do you think that we have to do to become financially free and start our own thing as African Americans with the knowledge you have? What do you think,
0: man? You know, uh, did you watch anything with Killer Mike? <laughs> he had that, uh, he has this little show on, um, it's like on a few episodes on uh, Netflix. And, you know, he's basically trying to be pro-black and trying to get the money, uh, the currency that we, that we are using and get it to, you know, uh, go around more in the black uh, community, you know, um, opposed to like how it goes around in other community, other ethnicities, the Asian community, uh, the Caucasian, whatever. In our community uh, i think what he was mentioning was i think he said something about uh it lasts what it goes around maybe like like 6 hours 6 or 7 hours <laughs> you know that's how much time it spends in our community and i think that uh like what he was on and the things that he did to try to promote that um there's some wisdom in that um i think it was some comedy behind it, it was a satire um but he had some facts in there but the thing that i agree with is like we need, I think one of the most important things we need is land, is land. I think we, we need land, uh, you know, agriculture. We need to be able to, um, like our ancestors, they were able to, you know, uh, to uh, produce food, you know, with their hands, you know, being able to crop. And I think that's something that we uh, also like, I I don't even want to say we, at least myself, I know personally, I lack that, that lack that knowledge to where I can't, I, I, I'm subjected to having to go to a uh, grocery store and buy, you know, the necessities as far as like uh, eating goes. Um, And I kind of lost train of thought there, but.
1: Let's let's put the train back on the track. But
0: my volume's cut.
1: It is is a majority of us who don't know how to grow our own food. We don't know nothing. We don't know anything about nature. You know, like if this pandemic went to the left, you know how many people will starve? Not many people can go in their backyard and plant basil and cucumbers and rosemary and tomatoes and beets and you know we don't care about that because there's a program down the street as a Publix as a Rouses as a Wendy's so why do I have to educate myself on how to survive when somebody is doing it for me but the food they even the best quality of food I can put in my body you know. I don't care about right, it. right. You know, as long as my car is white and my car is refilled once a month, I'm fine with that. You know, but I'm not going to learn how to better myself. Want to put my life in the hands of somebody else? You never want to put your life in the hand of an oppressor to feed you. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't even mm-hmm. teach this in school, man. You know, when I was in school, I had home making. We had to learn how to cook. We had yeah. woodworking and little stuff you needed to know as a man, as a boy and a girl to survive, you know, but nobody interested in that. Don't want to get your hand dirty, want to be in the sun, and I ain't trying to plant no seeds, and I don't have no patience to wait for nothing to come out of the ground. Nothing, you know, so I want an instant jack in the beanstalk, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Instant. Yeah society, you know, and mm-hmm. Europeans have took that out of education. Survival skills and survival skills are more important than most of the bullshit they teach our kids in school anyway.
0: Yeah. That is how I, I see mean. I, I, and I, co- you know, and that ties into like basically we like things to be convenient. We like easy. We like ease. We become lazy. Mentally as well, right? Not cat- just physically, but, but men- yeah. And I like, I get I, looking at it like this also is um, I, I uh, like when people ask, you know, what it is it I do, you know, and I talk about you know, uh, the foreign exchange, and you know, they're curious and out of curiosity, you know, we get to talking about it, but then they kind of shy away from it, like, you know, it, man, yeah, man, I don't know, I could do that, and it's not for everybody, but the thing is, they don't like that risk, they're afraid of the risk, and they're pro- they feel protected with having a job security if I put in. 40 hours, I know I'm going to get paid. As long as I show I'm going to get paid, that's security. And so that mindset also, you know, like the habit to do it yourself, depending on yourself, man, we, we like security. So it's easy for me to uh, to go to um, you know, a Walmart or a Kroger to buy the things that I need. And even if there's some information out there that, oh man, it's probably no good. Like, yeah, I wouldn't eat their food. You know, it's no good. Man, they wait too long. Whatever the case is, to shun you away from it, you don't want to believe it. You don't want to accept that because like it's convenient for you right now. Like that's a big part of your life.
1: <laughs> but is it really but is it really security or is it the fact that we want to that we want to keep keep the things that keep us in prison from keeping us from rising to higher consciousness in life. Like working 40 hours a week, hey, it's money. Granted, but we're working hard to pay for stuff that we probably really don't need. I'm to that myself. I ain't going to be on the podcast like I'm a saint. You know, I have some spending habits that I have to adjust, (laughs) you know, but like, is it really a security or is it like we want to work to pay for stuff to keep us enslaved, you know, because when you're enslaved, you can't do stuff like meditate, go to the park and go on trails and do spiritual retreats and get in tune with the creator. You really don't have time for that because you need to make this money to pay for the shit that you really don't need. You know what I'm saying? And we as African-Americans buy into trends so much. And I'm going to give you a good example. The Galaxy phone, the new Galaxy is coming out this week. I definitely don't need a new Galaxy. My Note 10 works perfectly fine. But it's just a simple fact that this new phone. Hey, all right, we back. We got kind of cut off in the podcast, and but I remember what we left off. <laughs> yeah, hey. What I was saying was this phone looks so amazing to me that I want to get it. Not because I need it, it's just that my ego wants it, my desire wants it. And you have to know how to cut that desire off in your body sometimes. You know, you get. You got to get what you need, not what you want. I don't need a new phone. I just want it. And we we want a lot of stuff as African Americans that we don't need, man. You know, we should be concentrated on, like you say, getting land. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this country is falling. It's destined to fall. You can't stop it. And we can't make the same mistake our ancestors made doing civil rights. And I know civil rights is a touchy topic. In my opinion, through civil during the civil rights movement, we should have been focusing on doing it for self, and not trying to sit at the table of the people who oppress us. It's kind of it's an insanity, you know. It's kind of like when you're to somebody and a woman's married to a, a bad husband, and everybody's telling her, "Hey, leave this guy, leave this guy, leave this guy," and she doesn't want to leave because she says, "I love him." you know, but in truth, she needs to leave him, but she does leave him. Okay. But she keeps his last name. So it's as a connection always to her and her oppressor. So what I'm saying is like, when we had that divorce or separation from Caucasian people, we should have been focusing on rebuilding our lives as African-Americans and not trying to get in the bed with the people who oppressed us because now in 2020, we have nothing. We don't have no land. We have no resources. We have no gold. We have no silver. We're intelligent people but we have nothing. What do we have to show for? And so with this pandemic going on, hey, you African-Americans, you like like you could die by the thousands. We really don't need you because you have nothing valuable for us, Europeans who took everything from you. You understand what I'm saying? So like We have to work on preparing for the future. And the future is not having a lot of American money in our pockets because that's out the window.
0: You agree? You say that last statement again?
1: Our future can't be based on the currency of Europeans because their system is out the window now. We can't bait it. We can't base our, our our next step in life on this system. We can't even we can't even model our new system after the old European system. We don't need to torque it, twig it, none of that. It just needs to be revamped everything. Cause that don't work for us. That that ain't gonna work for us, African American people, Latinos, Asian people. European systems don't work for us. It's not our thing, you know, truthfully. You know, so we have to be more educated about creating currency and and learning about land and how to take care of land. First of all, we got to get that mentality out of our head, you know, you know, the mentality Negroes have, man, like, you know, I don't trust you and, you, you know, you a nigger and I just don't know, and you want to fight, and you know, men fighting against the woman, the woman fighting against the man, the woman sending the men to the to the jail system, the men screwing the woman over. It's like this whole everybody fucking each other in the ass type mentality, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard to come up, but that was systematically put in place. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew, at one moment in time, that you would have to build your own nation. But you know how hard it is to build a nation with motherfuckers you don't trust, man? On all levels? Well, I mean, even, even if we want to start our own religion, to say, to hell with Christianity, to hell with Islam and Judaism. This is if we say that. We want to start our own way of life. We couldn't even build a society where we can have our own God. You know what I'm saying? Our own system. Now, I'm not saying... You know, hey, we about to build a statue and a horse, but my point is that we can't we can't work together for the better cause. You know what I'm saying, man? Because there's always some bullshit that we beef from the world, that we can't get to the next level. And that was yeah. systematically played, you know, in I into
0: be DNA, you know what I'm saying? Man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's a beautiful thing. Like I'm hearing you talk and uh and I'm following you and Uh, And as you're saying, you know, as you're talking, I'm hearing it and I'm giving it thought. And it's like you're saying the next thing that I that I would say if I was speaking. Um, I'm in total agreement with that. I think, and just simply, you know, short and sound, short put. um, I I believe, or I will come to understanding that any system that is put in place that doesn't, uh... I would say cater to the needs or even give the opportunity of being at lead or at leadership or being on top as a black culture. I don't think that it is for us. I don't, I don't see any benefit in that because it's always it's, these systems is being put to hold you back. So any systems that's put in play like that, that doesn't give us these types of uh, opportunities. I think it's, it's against us. I don't see yeah. So then we don't need that. We need something totally
1: new. And let me tell you, brother, new is around the corner. If we with <laughs> it or if we're not with it, the new is coming. For no. behold, I make all the things new. And it's coming, man. I mean, but we gotta we gotta jump off this European ship, man, you know, and I'm not saying all European people are, are bad people. But the system that they have corrupts people. It's kind of like the police force. Now I believe there are some good cops who join the police force with intent to protect and to and to serve. However, the environment and the training turns that once that that cop that wanted to be a good cop, it kind of kind of put a black spot on your heart. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that environment makes cops bad cops. You know what I'm saying? so, like, this system that Europeans have in place, it kind of systematically make some Europeans put them in a bad position. You know what I'm saying? I remember when they was talking about white privilege and I, I'm around a lot of Europeans a lot, you know, this the type of work I do. And uh, one of them told me, said, man, uh, I understand what white privilege is. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. He said, man, let me tell you, I was driving home one day and I had a few drinks. and I was over the limit. I was in my, in my, in my truck and I lost control and I drove in the ditch. And I sat in the dish like 30 minutes and the sheriff came up and he came to my window and said, Hey man, you all right? And I said, yeah, I'm okay. And the sheriff said, Hey, you need me to help you get your truck out the dish? You okay? And when the guy told me this, he was like, man, if I was African American, I would have been shot or in jail. He said, I understand what white privilege is. And I was like, man, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like, you already know that you was good, man. You know how to explain it to me. You know what white privilege is. You already know what it is. But he was privileged enough not to get caught up in the system because of his skin color. However, this society that we live in, we are not that privileged. You know what I'm saying to advance like we could based off of our skin color, based off of what they built off of, off off the backs of everybody else. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm rambling it makes perfectly good sense to me. But what I'm trying to say is we can't get caught up like our ancestors thinking that there's going to be peace and we can live in harmony. That That is something that has to be proven. You know, and we've been amongst Europeans for a long time and they've never proven that they want to give us equality and justice. You know, and I and I, and uh, my uncle told me a long time ago, during this COVID, he was like, man, they'll burn this country up before they give equality and justice to African Americans. Mm. That is something that they're not willing to give us. Truthfully. Mm. Truthfully. Truthfully, they can say, you know what? We want to give you reparations, but not in the sense of of money because we don't want your money now because we know your money ain't worth nothing so you can keep your money you know we don't want that we want some land and some physical resources so we can do our own you can keep your your grants and your checks because the grants and loans all they do to do is grab you into the system and put you in debt and you wind up can't pay for what you borrowed and then you lose it anyway so give me some land that's tax free. Give me some resources that's tax free. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Let me come up. You know what I'm saying? Give me out of debt. And if they let Afri- African Americans off of debt alone, man, that'll be a come up for us, man. You know how much debt we in, man, for bullshit? Student loans, cars, homes, uh, trips that we shouldn't take, t- you know what I'm saying? Like as ed- the trash ass education. You know, we, we in so much debt, man. We in a lot of debt. Man, let us lose this debt and give us some land and let us try to do for ourselves. Now I know that they would they would never do this without a fight. So the issue is now, are you willing to fight for which for which for what's yours, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To get this to this point where we can have something for ourselves and have our own. Currency and way of life, and our own tranquility. You know, our own, our own Sakina. We need that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we can't
1: yeah. fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. a fight is necessary.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and and that fight doesn't necessarily mean physical only. I mean, we're gonna mm-hmm. need positions, and you know, be able to compete the way they compete. I mean, they run the countries, not just physically. You know. That's not, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't just start running other things, just got being physical. These people made, like, some real political moves. Um, we need right. to be, you know, able to make, we need to be in a position where we can even, sh- you know, be like lawmakers.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but my, my only problem with that is, because, you know, you know me, I've been an activist and I've been in the community and I've built organizations. I did a lot, you know, but my only thing is, you know, cool. My pet peeve I had with some of the members in the community was, hey, man, we can't we create a system that enslaved us. Yeah, we need our own black schools. We need our own hospitals. We need our own banking systems. We need our own everything. But we can't copy the system that enslaved everybody. The only thing it will be is a black school, a, a black school that's ran with European curriculum. It'll hey, be a black bank so still ran off mm-hmm systems, you know what I'm saying? FDIC systems and like we can't create a new world model after something that enslaved us. Ha- everything has to be new. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And we're not there yet because we still embrace the theology of the people who oppress the world. You know, yeah. that don't work for nobody. It didn't even work for them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it didn't even work for them. You know, so we can't model our our next stage in life off that, you know, mm-hmm. and we have to have some knowledge. And, a, and they say our people die from a, mm-hmm. a lack of knowledge, but we're very smart. So what's the knowledge that we lack? You know, it's a lot of knowledge that we lack, you know, that we yeah. need. We'll never get it. Working that nine to five—that security bullshit—we were talking about—we will we never get the knowledge we need to be right. free. And all we doing is in being an injustice to our to to our future. You know, our kids to come—they're gonna live yeah. the same. We live in the same shit that our parents should have taken care of when they were us. Like, you know, who gonna step up? Yeah, yeah. You know, who gonna step up. Right. You know? I mean,
0: even if you wanted that knowledge, the nine to five wouldn't allow you to gain it. You'd be too busy no. with that. <laughs> that's your tra- you know, that's nine, a trap right there
1: That's trap. 9 to 5 with a seven, a 7 day vacation like what the hell is that you know <laughs> you really
0: experienced I don't think
1: hey look even Moses went to the mountain for <laughs> 40 I days 40
0: yeah. <laughs> work till you die I, to live I didn't even, did I ask to be here
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey we need more than 7 days even Moses went on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights you know so like, what seven days? You can't accomplish nothing in a seven-day vacation, and you, you got to come back to a system for holding on to three hundred and seventy-five. You know what I'm saying? Three sixty-five. You know, and you need a freedom from this, from this shit, man. Like you, you need, you need time away from the system, man, to see the world, to see the universe, man. We are grain in a universe, man. There's so much, so much to know, man, and we will never know it. You know, there's more to life than parties, man, bitches, you know what I'm saying, and and and, and television, and there's so much. Now I'm going to say something, like during COVID, the beginning of COVID, I saw a lot, man. I saw people exercising, walking, lifting weights in the yard, on boats, doing kayaking, and it was like a fucking help. A health festival, man, around the world, man. Like I've never seen so many active people, <laughs> you know, staying inside, and making pizzas, and playing cards, cutting grass together. It was like, oh my god, this is what family's supposed to be like. And as soon as they said you can go back to the plantation, I'm telling you, the streets were dry.
0: <laughs>
1: everybody, everybody getting haircuts and fingernails, and want to go eat and travel. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. Like, what happened to the peace? The Sakina you had, man, you know, for yeah. two months. Yeah, they I, take it away. <laughs> they try like, to
0: take yeah. you yeah, got a but, glimpse of what life would be like. <laughs> that's that what is. life's
1: supposed to be like, man. Right. It's supposed to be good. Yes. Right. That's what it's supposed to be like. You know, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed that going for walks and riding the bikes and you know, and you just you, you had time for yourself. You was You was home all day. You could meditate. You could cook meals, McDonald's, Burger King. Mm -hmm. Nobody wanted that shit. You know, it was just some home shit. Man. And you only went out when you had to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, COVID is a blessing in disguise, but it's also a judgment, a reality check. Mm -hmm. You know? (laughs) Like, Like, the sickness that you get in your body it's also a sickness that you have in your soul. You know, I I was taught, you know, like you were taught, you know, like there's a physical and spiritual to everything, you know? So what's the spiritual side of COVID? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's the spirituality issue that we're having, you know, that is affecting our spirit? You know, it's affecting some people's flesh, but it's affecting a lot of people's spirit too. We're not, we're not hearing about the spiritual realm of oh, this COVID. You know what I'm saying? We want to hear about the physical, man. So what you think about the spiritual side of this shit, man?
0: Man. Let me say this, that when COVID hit, like I, I'm already a deep thinker. I think too long. I think too much. Overthinking. And when COVID hit, I had so much time to do just that. that I thought so much that I actually became depressed when you know, thinking about reality and how things are. But um in regards to like spirituality, I was one of the fortunate ones to um i believe to to um be able to use that time and i think that was in a um in a productive way and so it was a lot of self reflection where i you know i had to really take myself for accountable like what am i doing um is this right you know like judging myself really I'm just judging myself and and then thinking about think where I want it to be, how I think life should be lived and what's my purpose. Um when COVID hit, it really opened my eyes up to, you know, the reality. And like we're in this bubble. <laughs> like you got this nine to five. If you have this nine to five that they hold you so accountable for produ especially if you're in the warehouse, productivity and safety and all these what things that they want to hold you accountable for that, you know, and then they keep you there so long. And this is what you're doing just to live. And that becomes reality to you. Um, and so you can't, you're not even thinking about thinking of reality in this bubble that you're in and outside of that. And so even spiritually, you know, those who believe in, you know, uh, a higher being, uh, um, yeah, a higher being or God or Allah, you know, nature right things that of that are of a higher power than ourselves um you lose that connection you lose that connection if that's what matters to you you lose that connection and i have i remember when i was working at amazon i used to have the long hour ride home and this was time where you know i would be talking literally Like how we're having the conversation right now, I would be riding for an hour, going home, and having this com having a conversation. But not with myself. I'm actually having a conversation with um, the higher being that I look that I look up to, and I refer to as Allah. And you know, if I was to put it to the test, to say, you know what, if this higher being does exist, you know, well. This is what I'm needing right now. I'm in a situation where the job that I asked for, I got it, but I'm in a situation where, like now, my life is in jeopardy because I'm riding home dead tired because I'm slaving in this warehouse and I'm tired and I'm falling asleep and there's nothing on the tr- on this highway but these uh, uh these uh, uh trucks, these are uh, eighteen wheels. You know, they're going to run me off the road. Like, they're, they're not slowing down. I'm in the way. And I'm tired, you know. And so I'm like, I had to sit there and ask myself, you know, and I'm talking like, you know, I'm grateful for the things that I that you have given me. But I need a way out from this because this is the situation I'm in. And no sooner than, you know, two or three days, a different position somewhere close to the home was available, you know. um, But the connection, the connection I, I, it's something that I lost on um, a, uh, that I lost, um, I, I lost a connection with, you know, and my connection with the higher being is my spirituality, you know, um, and everything that's within me, you know, it speaks to me. Uh, I mean, I connect, I even connect with nature, you know, but when you're trapped in this bubble, you don't connect with anything, you're just, just a zombie. And the only thing you're really attached to is. something that doesn't really exist, and that's fiat currency, and you slave. it.
1: It's not the fact that we are unattached from spirituality. we all attached to it. It's it's the fact that we run away from it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's never gone nowhere. It's like, it's it's, it's engraved inside your DNA, man. Like, we're spiritual beings, man. It's there. A plant always going to be a plant. A plant cannot want not to be a plant. You're a plant. We are spiritual beings. We just run away from it, chasing fiat. You know what I'm saying? And I'm born with fiat, but fiat can't be your god. It can't be like it can't be like the driver in your seat. You know to move forward in life. You know what I'm saying? You can't base your marriage or even though you need money in marriages, relationships, businesses. This is understandable, but it can't be the motivating force in your spiritual being because it's physical. You know, and physical is the weaker half of us. You know what I'm saying? Like I, We enjoy physical stuff, but it's only the weaker side of us. Spiritual beings, you know. So we run away from my spirituality thinking that, you know, hey, I'm making $20 an hour. You know, I could pay for my house. I could pay for my car. I could get the baddest chicks. You know, I can go here. I can do this. I can get nice clothes. I can keep my hair cut. All this is wonderful. But none of that stuff can get you to the realm that you need to be in on the spiritual level. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed, to, you're supposed to seek the spiritual first and all that other stuff comes to you. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the story of Muhammad, you know, peace be upon him, when he could have been the wealthiest man in the world. He could have had anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't want that. But whatever way he went, you know what I'm saying, opportunities was there for him because he chose to... Work on his spiritual before his physical. And, and once you're in tune with the universe, with your creator, ain't nothing that you won't get, man. You know what I'm saying? You'll get it. Like, like, hey, if you want a job, some money, a nice wife, opportunity, you'll get that if you're in tune with the universe, that frequency, but the stuff that, that we're looking for have to be in tune with the universe too. You know, We can't get stuff that's going to corrupt us. So you can get that nice job you want and get the money. But at the end of the day, it's gonna corrupt your heart. And so the universe, your creator, might not give that to you because you know, it's known or, or it's written that you're gonna to turn to a bad person, it's gonna corrupt your family, it's gonna break your family ties up, you're gonna to turn to a dog, and you know our creator sees this stuff in advance. And we think and we, we don't have opportunity. We can do better. We, I don't have this, I don't have that. It's all because our heart ain't ready for it, because we're putting ourselves in the fire if we if we gain that stuff. So sometimes you know, your setbacks, you can't even look at it as a setback. It could be a protection from us hurting ourselves. Yeah. You know? Like right. but you'll know that if you're in tune with your creator. Yeah, You know yeah, what
0: I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. all uh, right,
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, it, it, I, I appreciate you coming on the show. I don't want to cut you off. You got any final thoughts? You know, man, say something. We can always pick this back up, man. Our listeners, I know they're going to enjoy this conversation, man. They're going to eat it good, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, no, uh, I, you know, I appreciate you having me on here. Um, the only thing I, I guess that I will find uh, you know touch upon is that, you know, just going along what we're talking about and, you know, that, you know, that, that, that connection, um, with the higher being, um, you know, like.
1: Well, listeners, I think we lost our caller. Uh, that was Abdul Latif from, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I studied with him in Georgia, uh, we studied a lot. We studied religion, philosophy, agriculture, and health, and the science together a lot. And uh, it's a good friend of mine, and I appreciate him coming out on the show, and Thank I you. Hope, you enjoy, hope you all enjoy the show. Oh, he's back. Okay. I was telling the audience about you. I said, i do a good friend of mine. We studied together in Georgia, philosophy, religion, agriculture, health, and science, you know, hey, we was kicking it, man. We were, yeah, we, we were some yeah. beast, beast in the knowledge, man. Peace, man. We were like a Mike Tyson of philosophy, man. You man. know, eating it up. <laughs> and that,
0: that, those were some of the best times, man, I have to say. You know, like like that, <laughs> so, you know what we were doing back then? Like we were yeah. doing exactly what what we should have been doing, what we want to do, and what we need to. Yeah. We was on top of our worship and our connection. And you know, as far as like finances, like man, we were not worried about that. I didn't I mean, we had one job, what was that? Like once a week. <laughs> hey man, look, the worst job in the world. for
1: so my cousin that's listening to Zuri, My cousin's really like, man. You can't be killing chickens, man. We were working for Tyson, man, killing chickens once a <laughs> week for a hundred.
0: That was the worst damn job I ever had in my life, man. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. man. Go back home and be sick. Like, oh, man, I feel like this.
1: <laughs> man, the blood, the feathers, the excrement, man. That was, like, horrible, man. The worst job ever, man. <laughs> Shit.
0: But Ooh, no, man. That but I'm, glad,
1: I'm glad we ain't
0: there. Yeah. I'm glad, oh, my God. That was some of the best, oh. good, man. I met some really good people. Um, uh, I probably abused some relationships, um, eating all these shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: man. Yeah, man. But hey, we learned a lot. We grew. You said not a lot to grow and to do, and a lot of knowledge to obtain and, you know, better ourselves, better our families, better husbands, better dads, better teachers, better everything and, hey this is the year of better for, yeah. for those that's trying to get on the path <laughs> with the career so I appreciate it man uh hey we're gonna have to have you back on the show man you really? know like you know, a lot of knowledge we got hey we, we got a lot of knowledge man not that we knowledgeable people but we got a lot of stuff we need to talk about you I, know,
0: so I appreciate yeah. it for yeah. supporting you boy I, I love you brother thank you man, I love you too my brother thank you very right, right, man. <laughs> uh,